making some history. That's the opening angle of the VGK Daily Podcast Training Camp Edition, brought to you by Jack in the Box. I'm Darren Millard, and within sight of the Golden Knights' return to T-Mobile Arena and Thursday's start of the 2020-2021 regular season, the National Hockey League confirmed Vegas has been tabbed to play in one of the two games on the shores of Lake Tahoe next month. The outdoor game against Colorado will mark the Golden Knights' first outdoor game. The event, which in essence serves as a substitute for the Winter Classic New Year's Day game, will operate minus spectators. However, the setting of the arena built on the 18th hole of a golf course, which is a slap shot away from Lake Tahoe, mountain peaks in the distance, will make for a first-of-its-kind experience. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman speaks on the decision to go back outdoors in this challenging time. We were looking for a, a picturesque, magnificent place with a lake and mountains that are snow-covered, uh, and it had to have a location where we could put a rink where you could get that visual, which obviously is important for the television picture we're going to convey uh, and all the other pictures on social media and everywhere else. And there needed to be a resort uh, and or hotel facilities that could accommodate our needs and that could have uh, fairly easy access from a major airport. Uh, Lake Tahoe fit the bill and uh, we're thrilled to be going there. And so we look, uh, I, I plan on being there, but uh, we're not going to be having fans there, obviously. Uh, but that's the point of having a major event uh, that will give us a spectacular visual, have a fun opportunity for the players to once again play outdoors, which they tell us they love, and uh, Tahoe fit the bill. Let's set it up for you. The Golden Knights facing the Avalanche on Saturday, February 20th. It will be a noon start if you are a person who likes to plan ahead. So the situation is the Golden Knights and Avalanche outdoors, Lake Tahoe, and that game on the 20th, part of four straight head-to-head. These are the two clubs predicted to be in the battle for first place in the newly created West Division. And uh, on the subject of uniforms, well, both clubs are scheduled to wear their reverse retro jerseys for that outdoor game. The commissioner made that official as well yesterday as part of a larger preseason media conference on Monday. The subject of sweaters was raised in a different fashion as well, as in in the wake of advertisements being allowed on players' helmets this year and ads around the glass in the rink this season, Gary Bettman was asked if the players' uniforms themselves would be next to boast sponsor logos. You know, I don't think anybody should jump to conclusions that because we've done this, we're now down a path to do a whole bunch of other things. Uh, the jury is still out on jersey signage, and, and if we are going to do that, that was something that is important enough on a whole host of ways that I didn't want to do it under these certain and ask the clubs to do it and approve it because it's ultimately subject to their approval under these circumstances. So nobody should jump to any conclusions about what it all means in terms of what's next. Uh, you know, just, just because we're doing these things and some of them we may continue because they're working really well. Some logistically 
uh, you can't do when you have fans back, which we hope to have for the following season. Uh, and some may have turned out not to be as good an idea or worth it. So let's, let's get through this season and use these assets that we're deploying to help uh, mitigate some of the loss. But as I said, this isn't really for the most part about revenue generation in the short term. It's about revenue retention. A cautionary note from Gary Bettman on that front. The NHL now focuses on its 56-game season, which will be built around games within the division. It drops the puck. Tomorrow night, we get hockey in less than 24 hours. It will be a campaign played under the strictest of guidelines. Of course, aimed at protecting players, coaches, support staff against COVID-19. The purpose of having the protocols isn't so that we can punish people. The purpose of the protocols is to keep everybody as safe and healthy as possible. Uh, And we're seeing very good compliance virtually everywhere throughout the league. Uh, The testing numbers have been very good. Uh, We will announce confirmed positive tests. And by that, I mean that if there's a positive that has to be confirmed or, or there's a contact tracing that we're in the midst of where a player uh, may be sitting out, but he may not have yet tested for COVID, we're probably going to err as we have to this point on the side of being more conservative in making those judgments. But when we have something that is confirmed, we will announce it at the appropriate time. Several clubs have lost days in this training camp to COVID exposure, but only the Dallas Stars suffered a setback significant enough to push back the start of its season. Six players tested positive last week. Six players and two support staff leading the NHL to reschedule their first two games. Gary Bettman continues to preach flexibility at every level when it comes to the coronavirus, refusing to put a number on the positive tests that would require games to be canceled. Those words after Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly explains the next step that the league and the team are taking when it comes to Dallas. Dallas specifically, we're still trying to uh, get our arms around exactly uh, how the spread occurred. Um, It has uh, turned out to be kind of a classic outbreak, um, and there may be a variety of factors associated with it. Uh, Having said that, we think uh, we're at the end. Uh, we hope we're at the end of that outbreak and everybody is recovering nicely and and doing uh, being cared for and doing what they need to do to get healthy. So um, we're, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll play that through. Uh, I, I would say more generally, um, you know, we learn things every day with respect to the protocols, uh, where they work, um, where they work well, uh, where they can be improved. Um, and we're making, uh, you know, daily uh, modifications, enhancements, uh, all enhancements to the protocol uh, to make sure they're working as well as they can be and doing what they're intended to do. We have to be ready to adjust and adapt to anything that may happen. And we're going to have to make judgments in real time. Uh, and what we try to do is... We we try to have the maximum amount of information available 
getting the best advice from the experts and making the best judgment. I think the NFL, what had a reschedule, I don't know, 18 games, the, uh, uh, baseball had to reschedule somewhere over 40 games. The NBA's already had to reschedule two games. Uh, we've had to adjust even before we started playing the Dallas schedule. Uh, we've left ourselves not much, but a little flexibility to deal with that. And we're going to have to make some judgments in real time, uh, which I think we've demonstrated an ability to do uh, credibly and with integrity for the game. And so I'm not going to prognosticate as to what we'll do in every situation, because when a situation arises, we're going to have to uh, gather all the resources and information we can and make the best judgment we can. Hopefully we're not confronted with that possibility, but we're also really realistic enough to know that that may well happen, which is why, you know, we try to stay on top of things in real time. We don't want situations where clubs are, are playing uh, significantly shorthanded. Um, you know, our clubs on a, on a regular basis in, a, in the regular season um, from year to year will play short of 18 and two occasionally given, um, you know, uh, circumstances. The, the difference this year, the primary difference um, and advantage uh, that clubs will have this year uh, is, is probably the taxi squad. So while we still have an active roster of 23 players, um, the bottom line is all clubs uh, will have between four and six additional players available to it um, in game situations uh, for use um, in the event the need arises. Um, so we think that creates an added element of flexibility that will allow our clubs uh, to better navigate um, you know, the, the situation in the COVID world. And, you know, we're, we're, we're really just um, making sure uh, that we're in the best situation possible, that our clubs are in the best situation possible to adjust if they, on the fly, if they have to adjust uh, so that we uh, are not in a position where we lose a significant number of games. We, we're going to have to, and this may be for some of you an <clears throat> unsatisfying answer, we're going to have to be, in a position to uh, understand and address situations as they occur. Uh, having a series of just hard and fast rules in this environment, I'm not sure is going to be, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure is not going to be the best approach. I think for us, if we get confronted with a variety of, of situations that we wish hadn't occurred, we want to be in the best situation at that time, not hypothetically, to deal with them. It was learned yesterday the NHL is in contact with other major sports leagues through a weekly conference call. The medical officials, along with the heads of leagues, sharing information to help each other better its position against COVID-19. Back in Vegas, the Tahoe confirmation adds to the excitement around this season opener and home opener on Thursday against Anaheim. You know it's close when the Golden Knights have to have its roster submitted and the salary cap compliancy uh, met in a matter of hours, and that happens this afternoon. As a result, several players have been placed on waivers or assigned to the Henderson Silver Knights. 
those that require the purposes of waivers, allowing the team to slide below the NHL's $81.5 million salary cap. Defenseman Nick Holden is one of those available. We will report on the veteran status and whether he clears waivers or not, and also give you the final numbers on the roster and those that will begin the campaign on the newly created taxi squad in tomorrow's VGK Daily Podcast. The team is back on the ice at City National Arena this morning. Watch the VGK Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook channels for the next-gen live stream from Studio 31. And a reminder, the training camp diary continues on VegasGoldenKnights.com. Thanks to Station Casinos for presenting that content. I'm Darren Millard. Two more practices, and then it's game day at the Fortress. Pete DeBoer and company have 48 hours to fine-tune the approach for the date against the Ducks Thursday night, the first of two to start the season against Anaheim on the Vegas Strip. Thanks for listening to the VGK Daily Podcast Training Camp Edition, brought to you by Jack in the Box. Have a great day, everyone.